Yeah, I can get it started. So what's up, guys? My name is Adrian. I've been with UD for about five months, mainly on support, but now transitioning more to uh, social and BD. And yeah, I guess some like some fun facts about myself. I've moved around 15 times throughout my life. Uh, fluent in French and German. So if you speak French or German, hit me up. Let me know. <laughs> um, I used to manage the biggest TikToker for music production back in college. That, that was like what I did. And I also did like a bunch of music production there in general. So I'd like DM like 200 people a day on my Instagram account. Maybe like one or two people would buy beats for me for like 75 bucks or 200 bucks. And then that's kind of like how I made money in college. Quit all that in 2018 and went all in on Bitcoin. And yeah, once you buy Bitcoin, you kind of dive in the rabbit hole and just see what's out there. And yeah, that led me to domains, altcoins, <laughs> rug pulls. I've been, I've, I've been rugged, I think once. And uh, yeah, all the fun stuff that's in uh, that's in Web three, so yeah. And we're just we're getting more experienced with uh, with these spaces. And I'm actually going to switch to uh, switch my audio again. But we're getting more experienced with these spaces. We're going to try to do these weekly now uh, for everybody. And we're also going to start doing reach outs for people to come up here and uh, co-host with us. We want to make sure that it's focused on domaining, right? So we want to talk a lot about domains. We will talk about some crypto topics that come up, but you know, if you know people who talk about domains a lot on their spaces, we obviously know a lot of those people, uh, and you think that they would make a great co-host, please recommend them to us, or to Adrian specifically, and we'll start reaching out to those folks and getting them uh, to come on these spaces with us as well. Definitely, yeah. And that's always super helpful if you guys could recommend someone that uh, you think would be a value to us for one of these spaces. Um all right well let's let's start talking some shop here so uh, i think maybe the big topics that are uh, coming up at least for our little area of the nft space um probably you know the open c the most recent open c data on nft trading i think that's pretty interesting just kind of thinking where the space is and where things are going with nfts more broadly uh the unstoppable specific we can give a few updates about what's going on with uh, .eth. And I think Lisa actually made a post this morning, but I can cover that real quick. Uh, and then we can talk about some upcoming things that we're seeing in the domains market, some things we expect to be supporting uh, very soon. And I can also give some updates around uh, .sats. So I guess, where do you think I should dive in, Adrian? Um, the .sats update could be pretty interesting. Okay. Well, I have bad news about .sats, which is, uh, supporting ordinals inside of a wallet in order to prevent a user from accidentally sending their ordinal to the wrong place is uh, can be a little tricky inside of wallets. So our team is diving, is looking into that. We have some hacky solutions that we've come up with that might work. Um, we're working closely with Fireblocks to see maybe we can get something better. Uh, if we can't, then we'll probably you know, get some feedback from the community on should we just go ahead with the hacky solution. Either way, it's been pushed back. So we will not have ordinals on our site until Q1. Um, so, and there's a lot of other reasons for that too, which is we just have a lot of backlog of projects. We thought we were going to get it done sooner uh, this year, but we flew out to New York to meet with the Fireblocks team, kind of talk through some of the technical problems that you have in supporting ordinals and it's just you know wallets don't have a great way of representing it there's only a few wallets that are actually doing it correctly and we're worried that people are going to send their uh domain name to the wrong place so i guess if there are any ordinals people uh in here 
I'll, I'll raise your hand. I'd love to bring you up because I actually have a few questions for you um, around uh, like we have some hacking solutions. I'd love to just add, you know, throw some questions at you if you think those might be okay or not. And we can go back to the engineering team and see if maybe we can get something out sooner rather than later. Uh, so please just send a note or DM the Unstoppable Domains account or to Adrian uh, so that we can know to bring you up here and we can talk more about the that piece. Cool. Definitely. And the uh, the whole Ordinals ecosystem is definitely uh, still pretty early. I bought a Bitcoin punk about two weeks ago now or three weeks ago in the process of setting up a wallet and uh, just sending it to you there. It still felt like a little bit sketchy because it's all like new tech and it's developing, but I can definitely see it catching on in the future. What wallet did you use? for your bitcoin punk where are you currently holding that um it was i think it's called like xverse i was told not to use that one after i set it up but um xverse is one of them and i think there's like two others like unisat and one other option there's like there's like three main options but i, I went with xverse got it okay all right well i need to i need to do that too and I'll be honest, I'm waiting because I want to use the wallet that we're implementing in Unstoppable to buy these things, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, I want to use my own product and I keep having to wait. Uh, so I think I'm just going to keep waiting though because I really like to make sure I'm doing it with the things that we're building to understand the experience. But maybe I'll do both. So uh, just every time I interact with crypto though, it just it, it, it makes my life so much more complicated because it's one more set of keys I have to chase down, uh, which is unfortunate. Oh yeah, so, I hear you. I Yeah. I was, I was about to disclose how I keep all my keys stored, but I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's amazing, too. If you see how many people are getting hacked, it is pretty wild. And I think that there's some pretty huge improvements. Actually, I'll give a shout out to uh, Zengo in addition to um, Fireblocks team. So I've been talking with Oriel just over the years about how to improve security. And he's been very early on getting people to uh, really consider MPC as a solution for um, wallet security. And I finally came around. It only took me four years. So shout out to him if he's out there. And thanks for putting me on the right path, even though we were slow to recognize it. Uh, I think we have finally gotten there. So OpenSea, I think is there's been some crazy stuff about OpenSea sales going around. I'm sure everyone has saw has seen it. I think September was their worst month ever uh, since the 2021 you know bull market, right? Obviously not since they started, uh, and so I guess the worst month since the end of the bull market. And it just seems like there is no bottom uh, on the NFT market right now. Uh, but I will say domains are hanging in there. You know, like. Obviously, there's a lot of domains that have gone up for sale on premium for ENS.eth. Everyone's able to see that. Um, you know, the renewal fees are causing a lot of people to reevaluate their portfolios over there. Uh, so that's been pretty brutal. But it is still uh, better to be down uh, 90% than 99%, uh, which is what we're kind of seeing over on OpenSea. So I thought that was ridiculous. I think the numbers were crazy. It's like they're doing 3 million in revenue in September and they did something like 300 million in January, 2022, just to put some numbers on it, uh, which is absolutely wild if you think about it. So when you see people out there on Twitter, uh, bad mouthing NFTs and everything, well, there's a reason it's because it has been absolutely brutal on folks. Uh, and you know, we're, we're on the domain side of things. Uh, I, there are green shoots, but they are going to take time to grow. Uh, and we're, I will also say maybe on the corporate side, everyone's kind of pulling back on what's happening 
in Web3 right now because they want more time to assess. So we had some conversations with some pretty uh, interested domain uh, providers that, you know, that are impactful maybe globally. And things that we wanted to do either in Q3 or Q4 this year have been pushed back to Q1 to Q2 next year. Uh, everyone's just taking like a six month uh, wait and see. But we are still engaging all those people and talking to them about uh, how we can make things bigger. One of the things that they want us to do is to build just more support across web across domains for web three products. So we're working on that this month. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll just keep shipping that and we'll cover those when we actually have them out. Uh, but you know, we're still working in the background. We still think that there's deals to be done and that there is growth to be found in crypto. Although right now uh, I would say it is pretty slow. Definitely agreed. And uh, touching on the open C point, um, I think they lost Basie or like all of the board ape collection because that was hosted on like their their native site now, so you can't really trade it on OpenSea. And I think I saw somewhere that was like half the revenue or something. That would make sense. If we have any apes in here, they can they can give us the 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 backstory there. That I mean, that sounds just absolutely troubling. We're trying to go the other direction, so uh, you know, at least with domain name providers and uh, kind of getting everyone to to agree on standards. And you can see. In the NFT marketplace industry, they couldn't agree on standards, specifically with royalty fees, right? And mm-hmm. I think that has messed them up because, and then, you know, they had the blur kind of vampire attack <laughs> kind of going on, right? And that's what happens, you know, I just think that they haven't really, they, they've just been competing against each other so hard uh, on things that aren't providing value to users. And, you know, ultimately, like, I don't think people care about paying a royalty fee that much. That's my opinion, right? Other people would disagree. Uh, but what they really want is they want to have a thriving NFT ecosystem. Like nobody cares. <laughs> like who cares if you're paying a 2% royalty fee or a 3% royalty or fee or whatever the royalty fee is, if that enables more innovation uh, in, in digital goods, right? So I could be wrong there. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if the marketplaces. Uh, got together and said, hey, for the good of the industry, we need to make sure this type of stuff actually does happen because otherwise we're not going to have creators coming on here and making new innovation. So that would be my 10,000 foot view. Uh, I don't want to tell someone else how to run their business though. And I'm sure the market's going to sort it out. 100%. Yeah, I think um, Blur made all this stuff feel really cheap because there's no fees attached. And I know OpenSea probably was scrambling after um, Blur came out. Well, I think basically saying our collection is not going to participate in those games is good long term for the market. Because if they're right, you know, what they're basically saying is creators have to get paid for innovation to happen. And they could be right. They could be wrong. Right. Uh, but if they're if they're correct, then this is the first step towards fixing the problem, because the past nine months have just been uh down and to the right, you know, relentless, relentless down. Um, and they're saying it's because there's, you know, why would you make art or any type of digital good if uh, your royalty fees are going to be undermined or you, know, you can't make a living? And we'll see if they're right about that or not. Exactly. Yeah. Um, something I think is interesting too is like all the stablecoin news that's coming out from um, these companies, uh, whether it's PayPal or, um, there's, there's one other company recently. It's just uh, it slipped my mind. But I think, I think that's super interesting because the more that the industry dives into stable coins, they're going to realize like, okay, how are we going to send those around? Are you just going to copy and paste like a, a random 24 letter and number 
string that makes no sense or would it make more sense to type in like paypal.x right or just something that actually would work better <laughs> yeah and we continue to talk to brands about uh, getting branded tlds which is i know something else that people care about uh and i think that that's still a play uh, but all of those conversations those people are taking a little bit they're taking longer to assess i mean and when i say a little bit longer i mean like they're taking six months extra and the way that it works for big companies they base they they think on a quarterly basis and they already have this quarter planned right and then next quarter they're trying to look at what initiatives they want to test out so you're always two quarters away from when they make a decision and they all they all kind of decided this summer just seeing the continued down pressure the downward move on nft markets generally to just wait another two quarters on everything so i think we're a ways away from a dot paypal or dot venmo right as an example there uh but i do think it it makes a lot just a lot of sense for them to move that direction definitely yeah and uh big companies they they're just very conservative and they they just move slow but they do think a lot so that's uh yeah it's worth it um, I think it's interesting too. The uh, the PayPal CEO has his ENS in his bio, so that's like, even though I mean ENS isn't like a native UD domain, we do offer we do offer on our site now. So, um, if you're looking into ENS, it's a good sign because a win for one domain is a win for us. For sure, for sure. Okay, uh, let's see. So one of the other, let's see. Let's what can we talk about on the tech side? We talked about stats. Uh, we kind of t- covered empty market and domains in general. Uh, let's see. Let's see if anyone in the audience has a question. We'll bring them up. We'll we'll ask those, and then I'll look through my notes here and see if there's anything else we want to cover. Okay. Cool. Yeah. If anybody has any type of question, uh, feel free to raise your hand. Anything you want to know about me, UD, future plans, dot sats, dot ETH what's going on in the industry, any question goes, feel free. Yeah, so I had another one come in. This is on my DMs, so thank you. Uh, .e support. So Lisa announced this morning, we expect that. We're aiming for next Tuesday. Now, that's you know developer timeline, so maybe next Wednesday, so please don't hold us to it. But we're trying to get everything back uh, up for .e and adding in management. So you'll be able to manage your .e domain name on Unstoppable Domains uh, next week. Uh, and I think that's going to be big because we're going to make it just a lot easier, right? There's all sorts of things that are pretty complex on trying to manage your .eth domain. Most people don't even know uh, what kind of uh, like what kind of NFT they have for their .eth domain. So you may not know this, but there's more than one type. So you can have a .eth domain, and it can be uh, I think there's actually three different types. It can be an OG .eth domain, which is an ERC20 token, basically. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit different than that, but it's close enough. It can be an ERC721 token, or it can be an ERC, is it 1155? I don't know. I had to go look. Uh, And that's the most up-to-date name wrapper that enables you to do subdomains. So I'm not exactly sure how we're going to represent that on the front end. I think our team basically decided to just show you which one you had. And then uh, you may not know this, and I actually find out that most .eth people don't know this, but if you want to do subdomains, for instance, you may have the wrong type of NFT. So you're going to have to upgrade it. And there's really no easy way to do that anywhere that I have found on the internet. Um, So you'll hopefully be able to click a button on our site and then that'll make it easier to upgrade. And that also makes it easier for you to do uh, subdomains for your .eth. So, uh, you know, give us some time. We're going to keep pushing those updates and head in that direction. 
And we really want to make everything clicking buttons on a website instead of, uh, you know, trying to figure out what contract call you should make uh, in order to. And, and also, we want to kind of put some safety things up. Uh, I'll say one other interesting thing about .eth is you may not know this, but you probably own a .eth domain name where uh, the person you bought it from is still the, is still has control over your domain records. So for .eth people in the crowd, <laughs> I would just say that when you come on to unstoppabledomains.com, we hope to make it easy to identify if any of the domains that you're currently holding have a different uh, manager address, which is just a concept that ENS has for their domain names. And you might be surprised. You may have a couple of domain names in your wallet where the person you bought it from off of OpenSea can still set your crypto addresses, right? Uh, which would be pretty funny because you think that your crypto address is set to go to you know, your Ethereum account and it could be updated by them without your knowledge. We think that's kind of a security issue. So I'm hoping that we're going to surface that in the UX as well. These are all kind of the edge case things. Um, that happen with domains that we're going to be sorting out uh, on .eth. And that's also why it's taking us longer to get everything up is because there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things like that inside of uh, .eth names that could be a problem. So if we have any uh, .eth people in the crowd and you have some questions about what types of things we're looking at supporting on Unstoppable Domains or some suggestions, please raise your hand. Love to have you up here. We can talk about that uh, as well. Next topic I had on my list was the images for the domain name. So we got a lot of feedback on our updates to the images and we have some positive and some negative i reviewed that this morning with the team there's a couple of updates we're going to do i think immediately one is you know we have an error on the upload right now where the image may not be sizing correctly it's a square versus a rectangle so that's a technical thing so we're looking into that another one is uppercase versus lowercase uh, my decision is that we want to represent them as lowercase on the uh, image on OpenSea. And the reason is because they're actually lowercase when you reserve them. So I saw that from the engineering team, and I was upset to see that they changed it to be uppercase. I know some people like that, but that's actually not what you have. Uh, so the domain name is not actually an uppercase domain. It is a lowercase domain. And uh, I don't want people to think that... They have an uppercase domain and there could be a future where uh, some things like emojis or something, we could we could have some UTF-8 representation where there is a difference between an uppercase and a lowercase letter. So we need to actually show what's on the domain as exactly what it is that you have reserved. Uh, so I think that that's important. So we're going to make that update on uppercase versus lowercase. And uh, then we had a suggestion, which we're going to look into to enable you to choose which format you want for your domain. So we have two formats now. We have the original format, which was, this is an image. And that was really cool. And people liked it because it was a cool looking image. And we have a new format where it's like, this is your identity profile. And that we have had on mobile for a while. So we tested it out and some people like that. And what we try to do is move everyone from the old format to the new format. We had some people raise their hands and say, I want to just be able to represent it as an image. I don't want to represent it as a profile ID uh, and then vice versa. So it sucks for us to have to support two different formats, but I think we're going to look into doing exactly that. And that was a suggestion from uh, one of our customers. So thank you for whoever that was. Uh, I think that was 135.x. I could be wrong, but he said, why can't I just choose which way I want to represent it? And you know what? We agree. So we're going to see, you know, it, it's 
it it seems like it would be easy to just have two formats to choose from and unfortunately like the med- the metadata which is out there on all the different platforms because everyone is reading it is a very clunky process so we can do it we're going to look into having the two different formats that you can choose between uh and just know that it's not fun for us to deal with that on the back end for just a whole host of code reasons which suck but anyway thank you for that suggestion and then finally subdomains so uh on the out there in in the world we think it's important that subdomains look different than two lds two lds is what you call a second level domain that's you know, Matthew dot X is a two LD and then a subdomain is uh, you know, like Matt dot gold dot X would be an example of a subdomain. And I just think that they should look different in open We don't want people to accidentally buy subdomains thinking that they're primary. We still think that the subdomain image should be cool, right? That like it should still be interesting to take a look at, but we do want to make sure that it has a different representation. Uh, we're going to stay with what we have for subdomains right now. And we're going to fix the other problems that we have on uh, displaying the images or, you know, the other complaints that we've had from customers and the feedback we're going to, so it's going to take us time. We're going to keep iterating on making this better. I think overall, the idea of having a a different visual representation between subdomain and two LD makes sense. I think that the idea of having a different visual representation for a profile versus a, like a landscape image uh, makes sense. And uh, you know, we, we will make the effort in order to improve those things. So just take some time. Definitely. Yeah. And if you guys have any more uh, suggestions or feedback, feel free to DM the main account. So this one right here, or if you want to DM me at Adrian.x, which I have a Twitter as well, uh, let me know and I can pass along any ideas to the team. Oh, uh, but yeah, going forward, I think web three, I am. Do you have any questions for us? Uh, I just wanted to ask if there are any updates on some of the corporate partnerships from like months or a year ago. So things like GameStop. Um, I know Sandy's on the call. I had asked about, I think, how the Google Chrome stuff is going. And I think there was a proposal out or something of sorts. So more on the lines of like how the B2B partnerships are going. Okay. I'll probably let Sandy speak specifically in a second. But as I said at the beginning, I think all corporate partnerships with Web3 companies have been punted uh, by uh, several quarters and in a lot of cases put on hold. And that is a just a direct correlation with uh, how much activity there is in the market. These companies are looking at what's happening on OpenSea and what's happening with NFT minting at the primary level. They don't see a lot of companies having success uh, driving revenue or uh, other important metrics to themselves uh, right now. And so they're waiting before investing. And that's, I mean, that's just how it's going to be, I think, right now. So all of those things, I have seen a slowdown. Our team has seen a slowdown across all of those uh, concepts. And we're also seeing huge resistance to spending any money on NFT projects from, uh, you know, the, like the corp dev initiatives that you might see out of um, those companies. No one wants to pay a SaaS fee right now to do anything. No one wants to put more than, you know, just a, you know, <laughs> just a little bit of money on testing things out. So all the budgets have been cut back for web three and uh, a lot of companies are now focusing on the bottom line and profitability uh, and they're cutting back on, on these initiatives. So I'm just trying to 
that's exactly what I'm seeing in the market. Uh, but yeah, Sandy, if you want to comment on, I mean, I know the conversations are moving forward. I'm just commenting on the business environment is not conducive to getting deals done, uh, at least short term. But Sandy, go ahead. And Sandy may need the speaker, Adrian. I don't know oh, if you requested. Yeah. I can uh, invite her to speak. Okay, I just sent the invite. Um, if we get her up here, we'll we'll let her talk a little bit about it. Okay, cool. Um, in the meantime, I guess, yeah, Jeremy, do you have any questions? Oh, just had a question about um, one, actually two questions. Are you familiar with uh, DID Web? So Decentralized ID uh, web, I believe it's somehow associated with the W3C, but it's basically, a, a, I think, a new proposed standard for decentralized uh, domains, although related to other things, I think connected to self-sovereign identity, that sort of thing. So that's that's question one. Um, and then I have another, well, I'll just throw the other one out there as well. The other question is, uh, it sounds like a lot of the domains um are kind of heavily focused on the Ethereum ecosystem, but our other, you know, blockchain, um, other blockchains, are they being explored as well? Yeah, I'll take the second question first. So uh, we're already looking at supporting .sats, which is on uh, Bitcoin. So I think that's you know, like, so we're, yes, we're definitely looking at uh, other uh, blockchains and we're looking to support the most popular naming uh, services on the planet. Um, regardless of where they're coming from and we'll we're, you know we have several in discussion uh, right now and we are uh we we are just you know working through it with every single one of them and i'll tell you right now the industry is growing up a little bit uh at least i think so and i think that's a very good thing um, but that means that we have to have a lot of conversations around how are we going to uh, work together and then also how are we going to continue to compete across different areas. Uh, so, you, there, you know, naming services obviously compete for Lindy, right? Like, who, what do you want to represent in your profile? So there is competition at that level. But then on a different level, we also want to cooperate on making it easy for users to get value from their uh, web three name. Right. So, and that means that we have to, uh, you know, build, you're going to want one site to manage your domain on Bitcoin and on uh, Ethereum and on Polygon, right. You're, and on Zillica, you're not going to want to have five different places to go. And you want to make sure that all those domains can do some basic things the same, uh, like representing uh, cryptocurrency addresses. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of standards building, I guess I would say. And so those conversations take time, right? And then you can see it right now with .eth. We just, uh, we put three or four months of work into .eth before launching end of July. And then here we are, August, September, October. It's going to take us another three months in order to get it fully into our site the way that we want it. Uh, I think SATS is the same thing. We just announced that this past month. It's going to take us three or four months to even get to a, uh, an initial implementation on our site and then probably three or four months after to integrate that in. So it's a lot of technical debt that we're taking on to develop the standards to make it work easier across them. And I also know that Unstoppable Domains is not the only person doing this. So there are several other Web3 registrars out there 
who are doing the same thing. Some of them are scrappier and smaller and they're moving quicker. And then uh, some of the bigger ones we're also working with um, to do things like even selling unstoppable domains across multiple different uh, properties on Web3. We've had something like 10 plus, you know, smaller Web3 registrars and then a couple of uh, Web2 registrars as well sign up with us in the past, I don't know, 60 days that we're trying to get out there, um, out the door as well. But yeah, we already support uh, multiple uh, different services. So, sorry, what was the first question again? I'm sorry, I, I completely lost track. Go ahead. Sure, sure. Thanks for answering the, uh, the second one. So, I uh, did, so kind of ties into maybe the, uh, yeah, the corporate, corporate side, right? With the did, did web. Yep, yep. Um, I'm hearing a lot of talk. Uh, I attended like the Hyperledger global forum a couple of years ago um uh, met <clears throat> met someone there uh, got kind of initiated with the you know the the whole concept of self-sovereign identity zero knowledge proofs that sort of thing and um i guess this ties into the the did one so i'm curious if you have any insights on that yeah so our insight is we think that domains come first and this is something that we're talking about with our team internally where we're saying until all the tools are really good for domainers and for uh, like improving the UX for users to own them, mainly you know, wallets in custody, that all of the ID stuff is going to be on the back burner. I do not think that we're going to see a strong push on the identity pieces for Web3 domains uh, for probably at least two years. Like the next two years is all about domaining. There's a lot of reasons around that, uh, but I think probably the biggest reason is that until the market is large enough, meaning until there's a, enough people out there who have Web3 domains, there's not going to be enough incentive to uh, come around an agreement on standards for uh, how to read identity information for them. That's what we're seeing, and I am very well versed on the DID credential standard um, the ZK proof type things that people are working on. Well, I'll just be honest; those are those barely exist as demos, uh, so they're not they're not ready for prime time. There's Hyper no prime time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There, none of that stuff is none of that stuff is uh, close. Now, I think it's all uh, yeah, I think it's all, all important, but there's still a lot of undecided things around um, what the standards are, and I think that the way we're going to figure out which way people want to do it is going to be based on how consumers decide to use them. And because I think that they they propose top level domain, you know, considerations there, but I'm, I'm not aware of if there's anything working there. So, yeah, they've had a proposal. They, I think the original proposal for that dates back to 2004. I mean, you can go check it, but it was some guy at Microsoft. So I'm telling you, it's been around for almost 20 years hmm. with no traction. And so the issue is not has some guy thought about how maybe we could do something. The, right. issue, the issue is about. Are there enough consumers actually doing stuff where it makes sense for for people to invest the money to uh, build out the application layer? Great. Well, thank you. I, yeah. So, and I honestly don't know how uh, identity information is going to be associated with domains. We had an opinion on that, which we took back in 2022, and we built out the login with Unstoppable product, and we thought that you were going to be storing your data essentially in your own uh, off-chain server. And that's where you're going to start shoving information about yourself. Uh, I still think that that's a chance. That's how people could do it. Um, but there are different ways that people are thinking about storing it. The DID standard is actually saying that apps are going to store it for you. And then you're going to store the information about how to look up that information 
on that app and you're going to have it encrypted. The problem around that is that you have to trust that the app isn't just going to steal your data uh, and or you have to and or you have to come up with a way to ensure that they can't do that through some sort of like ZK EVM would be like the gold standard for that where they can process your data without having to look at it. And you can imagine that that's pretty complex. Uh, and so we're just not sure. <laughs> and, and I think if you fast forward, like if you fast forward several years and let's say we can grow, let's say that the number, if the number of people who are using, uh, web three domains for identifiers grows by 10 X, because right now the number is sub a million, but if you get to 10 million monthly active users on them, we're going to see how people want to do it. People will basically say, I'm, I want to store it on the app and I think they're safe with my data, or they're going to say, I'm going to want to store it over here. Or they're going to say, I want to store it in both places, depending on the circumstances. Uh, and then that's going to pop up. But yeah, there's just not enough volume for the business investment to make sense. Cool. I don't, I don't often get to talk about nerdy questions about uh, identity credentials. So thanks for bringing that up. And then the first type of credentials we think we might see, uh, I'll have to think about that too. I have, I've had opinions on that at different points in time. <laughs> and so my opinion has changed depending, you know, because uh, the time has changed. I still think that uh, KYC for DeFi apps is potentially a very attractive one. Um, but no, we just, we just haven't seen anything yet. Mm. Well, I got a bonus question. So if you got room for one more? Yeah, let's, let's hear it. All right. So um, like basically, kind of goes ties back into my original second question interoperability between chains so let's say i purchase i want to purchase a premium domain but i i i don't know which chain's going to win out right so um nothing's future proof um so how do i not get painted in a corner um is there is there things being discussed is there development on interoperability yeah. So if I were to purchase a, a something dot X, right, um, that it can, I, I know it's not just good. If, if Ethereum is the winner, great. And if it's not, I want to know I'm not lost, right? So what, what options are being considered right now? Uh, well, what we are proposing um, to others, and we're doing this in direct conversations with them, is that you have the ability to import your domain name across uh, networks. And we are actively working on a demonstration of that. Uh, we need time to get it done. And we're not, it's not going to be within the next 60 days. So I can typically know on our engineering roadmap, like if something's going to happen in the next 60 days, I can be pretty confident. But that one's still in the research phase. But that is on our to-do list. And it's something that we want to get done uh, at least show how Unstoppable Domains thinks that could work so that your domain name will work across the different networks, the same name, multi-network. Um, there's, you know, we have to work with others, right? Because uh, that's just how this game is going to be played. Uh, but we think we're going to get there. And, and uh, the idea is if you have a domain name on one system, you should be able to activate a representation of that domain name across all the other systems. Um, and then there should be, you know, we would like to standardize on how you find your name.x uh, across all those systems and then also guarantee uniqueness of that name across those systems. So, yes, we are talking about all those different things. Cool. All right. Thanks, Jeremy.
Awesome. Thank you, uh, Web3M and Jeremy. If anybody else has any other questions, let me know. Um, some quick industry news. So the BlackRock ETF was delayed by the SEC for, um, I, don't, I, think, I don't think it was like indefinitely, but they definitely delayed it. Uh, a Polygon win recently is that the USDC issued by Circle will be native to Polygon proof of stake and will be the, the official um, USDC for the ecosystem. So that makes me continuously just bullish in Polygon and happy that our domains are actually based on there. Uh, PayPal applied for a NFT marketplace patent and Sam Begman's going to court next week. So a little bit of news. Okay. All right. Well, guys, we'll call it and we're going to do these weekly. Uh, and I think we should work on our times for these weeklies too. We might do a poll. So it might be, you know, every other week uh, we do it on one time and then we do it a different time on the next one. That way we can get people across time zones. Uh, but we had requests for us to do these more frequently and we're going to be looking for speakers. We'd love to have uh, people to come join us either from the uh, .eth community or the .sats community to come here and talk about uh, innovations or things that they're seeing. Uh, so if you see people building products for .eth or .sats, uh, let us, you know, please, you know, intro them to, to Adrian. We'll get them up here to talk about what they're building. Um, and, you know, we just, for instance, like, uh, I think that the lending stuff is very cool, and there's a couple of people we know that uh, work for lending on domains that that might be an inter interesting topic. We'll try to get those guys up here, uh, but Adrian's going to be working on all that. So if, if you have feedback on times when we should be doing these, even you know time of day and time of week, uh, we could potentially do you know every other Friday for one, and then every other Wednesday for another, and then have them staggered so that it's easier for people to reach us. Uh, and we're going to keep doing these spaces and we'll publish these out to the podcast as well. So I think we're good. And thank you everyone for joining. And Adrian, thanks for helping get this thing hosted. Yeah, of course. All right, guys. I'm going to end the space now and have a good one.